Hello, welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. This one, Liverpool versus Ajax in the UEFA Champions League. Yes, the game's coming thick and fast and once again. Another midweek fixture, um, a crucial fixture. Um, as as of last week against Atalanta, um, we failed to secure any kind of points to get us over the line to help us qualify. Um, so it meant that in this game, a draw would secure us, a, a minimum of a draw would secure us um, a qualifying spot in the last 16. Or alternatively, a win would secure us as top of the table. Um, depending on other results, of course. But either way, a draw was only needed to go through. So, um, once again, Liverpool were plagued with injury problems in the last game against Brighton. We lost James Milner. Um, so coming into this game, there was worries about who would, who would we lose to injury tonight. Well, I can tell you ahead of time now, before I even explain my reactions, um, nobody got injured in this game. But somebody got injured during the Brighton game-ish. Or well, he didn't show it, but it was confirmed later. Allison, yes, Allison has a, a hamstring injury, so that means allegedly, not even allegedly. I don't know. They said it, it was a, a muscle, something to do tight to muscle in his leg, or but then Jurgen Klopp explained later, um, it could be a hamstring, which means he'll be out for a week. So yes, Allison picking up injuries now again. Um not ideal, obviously. Um and it's a bit weird. I know we're having injury crisis, the whole squad at the minute, but these injuries of Allison recently have just been a spur of the moment thing. And you wouldn't think he'd have constant problems, but that's the situation we're dealing with, so it meant someone else had to step up today. And I'll get into that. Who I'll get into who stepped up today. But yes, um so let's get straight into the lineup. In goal you had Kelleher, left back Robertson, centre backs, Joel Matip, Fabinho, right back Nico Williams, your midfield three, Hendo, Genie, Curtis Jones. Up front you had Sadio Mane, Mohamed Salah, Diogo Jota. Yes, so the noticeable change, the goalkeeper. You were probably expecting me to say Adrian. But this time, Kelleher, the Irish 22-year-old goalkeeper. It was his time to step up and take on the duties as the number two keeper. Um, and it was also an opportunity as well. Because it meant if he had played really well, showed concentration, showed... All the qualities you should show when you're playing for that Liverpool badge that you might even get ahead of Adrian. The fact Jurgen Klopp has find, has dropped Adrian to third choice speaks volumes about how bad Adrian is as a number two goalkeeper. The fact that Adrian never even got to touch the pitch, Kelleher touched the pitch. That was that was the joyful moment when the social media upon social media from Liverpool fans when they were giving their verdict on um, who the starting lineup was. Obviously, Nico Williams starting again. He didn't have the greatest game against Brighton, as I mentioned in the last podcast. Um, 
But he had no choice but to start today because James Milner is out and Trent is still out with the injury. So, And Nico Williams is the last remaining centre-back from the Liverpool Academy. We'll get into how he played as well. Um, the rest of the back four, as expected. Uh, your midfield, as expected as well. Curtis Johns played all right for the Brighton. Played decent. Gene and Hendo are the professionals. They're, they're both 30-year-olds, so they, they've been doing this Champions League thing for a while, so they know... And this, so they're, they're hand-on-hand um, like starters anyway because of the squad depth of our midfield at the moment. Um, and up front, no complaints of the front three there. Um, yeah, that was the lineup really. So other than the goalkeeper, everyone else was pretty much a formality in terms of who was going to start. So Jurgen Klopp putting out a strong team showing that he wants to get this over the line. So yeah, anyway, the game starts now. Um... And it's looking like an expansive game from both Ajax and Liverpool where it was relatively end-to-end. But Liverpool looked like the ones they were the ones that were going to create the big chances first. Um, the first kind of key moment happens. Sadio Mane running down the wing with the ball. Uh, me cuts in. He passes to Jota. Jota lays it off to Curtis Jones. Curtis Jones, is, Curtis Jones finds the ball in his left foot. The angle was a bit against him, so he kills the ball in, but not enough power, not enough accuracy on his weaker foot. Comfortable save for the goalkeeper. Um, similar chance, roughly five minutes again. Another break of attack from Liverpool. Again, remember, Ajax are playing this open, expansive football, so he's allowing Liverpool to create a barrage, create some start of an attack. And if again, similar build-up play between the front three, Ball falls to Curtis Jones, this time on his right foot. The angle is again slightly against him. So all he can do is curl it around the defender, which he does. And the ball ricochets off the post, but the keeper was completely rooted. Um, so if that hit, the, and if that was the other side of the post, it goes in 1-0. So again, unlucky from Curtis Jones, but he was fine. He, Curtis Jones, so as he was comfortable um, in terms of reading these attacks. So I was really impressed with that. Um, defensively, Fabinho and Matip doing well to shut out the attacks in the first 20 minutes. Um, Nico Will- There was a time where Nico Williams... I, I can't really get onto him too much. Fabinho was caught out of position from this attack from Ajax. So Nico Williams tucked in a little bit. And then um, Tadic, who was the Ajax winger, the ball's pinged to him. I think he has a shot, but it doesn't do anything. Um, so that was a little bit of warning when Nico Williams had to cover in. Um, but uh, you'd have to do that, essentially, just to cover up space and whatnot. That's the sacrifice you'd have to make, essentially. Um, and then other, then, other, then after the 20 minutes, the expansive play kind of slowed down. I think en- energy-wise from Liverpool and Ajax was being used conservatively or Ajax were making a slight tactical change where... You'd seen us play conservatively, seen Ajax play conservatively and making Liverpool have to work for the attacks this time as opposed to just allowing the free-flowing um, fluidity to uh, to commence. Um, so yeah, that's what we were dealing with after the 20 minutes and then it became a bit of a headache. Essentially, um, Sadio Mane, having, he was then regressing like he's... Decision-making wasn't the best with Sadio Mane. Um, 
Jota, every time the ball fell to him in the right moments, at the key moments, he would then have a heavy touch and the ball goes away from him. Kills the attack completely. And Mohamed Salah just wasn't getting any service at all. He was trying to go deep, create the attacks. And there was just no service to Salah. And that was the unfortunate bit. Um, and then Ajax have a, a moment where balls whipped in. I think they were offside anyway, but Kelly here didn't know about it. It was it was good concentration and a good save. So very good save from Kelly here. So I was impressed with him. And then another pot shot from Ajax from about 23 yards out. Goes is on target, but it's kind of comfortable enough for the keeper to palm it over the bar. Again, comfortable save with Kelly here. I would expect all keepers to deal with that in that in the in that manner. So Kelly here showing confidence, showing assurance as well. The only time maybe in the first half, I think there was a ball that was whipped in from a corner. Um he went out of his line too early, lost all his bearings. But the but they were offside anyway. And that was the first half really. Just um just lack of um like Cutting edge was just not there in the final third. And sometimes when when teams shut up shop and we get frustrated to build up play, we just go with long balls at the time. And we were trying that a couple of times and it just wasn't working. Um, and, yeah, and Andy Robertson had a bit of a niggle or something happened to his ankle, but he went down and I panicked and I thought, oh no. But then they put extra strapping on his ankle. He was good to go after that. So that was a bit of the relief moment. Second half starts now. And um, again, Ajax kind of grow into get into the game. I'd say for the first 10 minutes, I'd say Ajax were kind of imposing themselves on us. And it, it was up to us to be defensively alert. Um, and then um, the key moment finally happens. 60th minute. 60, 65th minute, Nico Williams on the ball. He cuts in on his left. The ball was whipped in. He crosses it with his left. Um, this ball was overhit, by the way. But the keeper goes wondering. The Ajax goalkeeper does what Kelly here did in the first half. He goes wondering, thinking, uh-oh, I've got this wrong. But then he doesn't realise Curtis Jones is still on side. So Curtis Jones is following this ball in. The ball loops over the Ajax keeper. Curtis Jones, excellent awareness. Watches the ball bounce. Um, uses the outside of his right foot just to pass the ball into the net. And he gets his goal. He gets his first Champions League goal. Curtis Jones, I read a stat today. He's the third youngest, um, third youngest goal scorer for Liverpool. Um, after Trent Alexander-Arnold and... Ngog, yeah. So <laughs> one legend and one forgettable striker. Uh, yeah. So shout out to Curtis Jones. He worked hard all game. Looked so composed on the ball. His awareness to create in the half spaces very good. What his his only little thing where he needs to improve on is just tempo wise. Learning how to go from zero to a hundred in tempo, and it was. It reminds me of Coutinho's development when we had him at age 20. Because Coutinho would do the same thing, look very good, comfortable on the ball in his, very, in his early days. But the tempo to just switch up the acceleration just wasn't there until his later years. But that will come with Curtis Jones. He's got all the quality to make that happen. And yes, shout out to Nico Williams as well. 
he gets be getting a lot of slander. Yes, I've slandered him as well. I said in the last podcast he wasn't playing good enough, but he was showing all the adequate things. Fair enough to put the ball in and get the assists. Get create get the goal for us. Is it's it's memorable. You can't deny it's not memorable. So um and yeah, defensively he was in the right spots and doing the right things as well. So Nico Williams, no issues with him. And then after that one nil, we started creating a bit of attacks. Um I remember Jota and Salah having a little one two moment. Salah the ball's Salah's dribbling past the defender but he has to do it at an angle where his ball retention shields the defender and takes him away from the defender at the same time. And then, but it leads, leads to a heavy touch. But he catches up to the ball much faster than the keeper comes out of his line. And Salah tries to go around the keeper, but maybe with hindsight, he could have realised he could have dinked the keeper because he was already gone to ground. If he dinked the keeper with a chip, it goes in, it's 2-0, but he doesn't realise it. He messes that up. Um, Sadio Mane again was even looking worse in the second half with just decision making and shooting, just pot shots. You could tell he was frustrated because he's not he's not even been in form recently. Um, one goal in his last nine appearances is very on Sadio like, but one thing he does do is work hard. But when he's off form, it's very noticeable. He plays like a drunk uncle when he's off form essentially. Uh, and Jota again having more heavy touches in the second half and it just wasn't clicking for the front three in general so then it leads for a substitution to be made Firmino comes on Jota comes off um, just to get a bit more control in midfield Ajax makes some changes as well and then Ajax just about um, trying to be resilient because Ajax were creating chances from Robbo's side um, kind of trying to create some chances from Robbo's side but the balls would be over here or it'd be read very well by Joel Matip's headers or Fabinho's headers. Fabinho looks very assured at centre-back today. Mentally, he's very intelligent on the ball in terms of ball IQ and being aware. The only the only thing he lets him down, because he's a makeshift centre-back, is the physical prowess of holding off strikers. He just doesn't have that as a defender, as a makeshift defender. But that's not his fault because that's not his natural position. But in terms of reading the game, him and Matic were very good at it. Very good at isolating attacks. Genie Wijnaldum as well. I don't give enough accolades to this guy. His engine is unreal. In terms of just keeping that same tempo and not even getting injured at the slightest, is is commendable. Same with Robertson, who do 90 minutes week in, week out. It's commendable. Um, And then we make another substitution... Because Salah and Mane were having another link-up play. But they stunk it up where they could have sealed this game. And then it just, the ball just falls to nothing. And then again, a 1-2 with Salah and Firmino. Firmino found himself one-on-one. Keeper saves it. But he should have, Firmino should have all honestly scored. He should have all honestly scored. Um, but yeah, Ajax were just... We eventually got Ajax to be frustrated and after the 8th minute. Reese Williams comes on to play centre-back. Salah comes off. And then we do our best to see the game out. So Liverpool win 1-0. Clean sheet for Keller here. Um, he made a big save at the end. I forgot to mention. 80th minute, Hunter Law came on. The ball was whipped in from Ajax. Plank bank header. 
falls to Kelleher, any other goalkeeper, Adrian probably palms this into his net. But Kelleher looks so assured all game. I was so impressed with him. He's my honourable mention after Curtis Jones being man of the match for me. Um, I think Kelleher starts on Sunday if Adrian is injured. I think he starts on Sunday against Wolves. Kelleher showed composure, concentration. He showed all the things Alisson would have done if he was in goal tonight. And made, his distribution might not have been the greatest, but he made sure to get rid of the ball at the right moments. Made sure to distribute the ball to the right areas to the best of his ability. Um, and yeah, and Curtis Jones was amazing for the whole game. Nico Williams did well. Andy Robertson engine unreal. The only the two disaster classes came from our two best wingers, Mane and Salah, who completely stunk today. They completely stunk. Hopefully they get that jittery form out of them. Um, so that means Liverpool finish um, the league, the the Champions League top of the top of the group with one game to spare. Thank God. It means when we go to Midland next week Tuesday, or next week Wednesday, sorry, we can send the under twelves. If I'm Jurgen Klopp, I don't even bother. I don't even bother. Um, Playing any important players. I would rest. Robertson. I would rest. I would rest. Uh, Jota. I would rest Mane. I would rest Salah. I would rest Henderson. I would rest Genie. Anyone returning from injury. Or who didn't get a game should play. So. Your Adrians. Your. Tamiskus. Your Minaminos. Your Origis. If Shakiri comes back from injury, let him get game time. Anyone coming back from injury by next Tuesday should probably have some sort of involvement in this game just to build up match fitness. But then I have to take this game 100% intensity because next week is a friendly for Liverpool and Midland. Midland have nothing to play for. They're out. Liverpool already through, so it's a friendly game. It essentially means both teams can lower their intensity, which is massive. Which is a relief for Jurgen Klopp because we've been dying with injuries constantly, and for once we can finally put next week to a side and completely rotate the first eleven, which is a dream. Which is what I wanted tonight because we've had so many injuries. Um, thankfully nobody got injured today, as I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, which is very important. Um, and yeah, we kick on from there. I'm proud of Curtis Jones. Proud of the whole team. Um, for once, we didn't need six games to qualify in the Champions League. We did it in five. So, <laughs> And we finished top of the group, which is important. So coming into February in the knockout stages, we'll see how, we'll see how it goes. By February, hopefully, Thiago is fully fit. He would have made his Anfield debut. He would have understood the Liverpool system. He should be back at least by January. At least. Um... And yeah, maybe, I don't know who else are we expecting to come back. Hopefully as well, oh yeah, the January transfer window, we would have definitely signed one or two central uh, defenders. Um, We would have definitely signed a midfielder as well, 100%. I expect at the minimum two signings in January. I'll be amazed if we don't sign anyone. With Gomez and Van Dijk out for practically the whole season. 
I'll be amazed if we don't get a centre back. Um, but yeah, we dealt with it, and now on to the next, on to the next phase. So thank you guys for listening to LFC reactions. Tune in next time on Sunday where Liverpool play Wolves. Um, yeah, big interesting game. We now have five days rest, so. Jurgen Klopp's been advocating for that. I don't know if you saw that interview with BT Sport about broadcasting times. Anyone who plays on a Tuesday should be playing Sunday at least. Um, yeah, and that's about it really. Thank you guys for listening to the LFC Reactions. Like, share, subscribe. I'll put my Twitter at in the description below. And that's it. Thank you.